Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. I'm Matt. And I'm Alex. And I'm Kerry. Welcome guys back to the Game Junkies podcast. Um, this is actually, as it goes out, this is, this is our fourth anniversary show. Um, Alex, can you believe that we've been doing the show for four years? Kerry's been doing it for two herself at this point, more or less. So, um, but, but what better way than to uh, to celebrate it by having by having a party? We, we invited all of our friends round. We had we've got some cake. Oh wait, they're not here yet. So while we're waiting for them to get here, uh, we thought we'd talk some game about a game <laughs> or two. <laughs> so, um, so we decided to carry on our march towards Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which we are all extremely excited about. Um, so we decided to do some more of our ranking stuff. <laughs> Kerry, what is the plan for this episode today? <clears throat> Not coughing violently into the microphone. That's what it is. Okay, good, lovely. But we're now looking at I, I believe it's League Champions. That's what I've got in my head. That's what we are doing, indeed. Yes. Okay, take two. We're looking at League Champions, but Alex had the brilliant idea. And instead of us giving you a whole whack at once, why don't we split it up into three? The third episode by then containing the Scarlet and Violet League Champion. Or Champions. I'm not entirely sure yet. So, with, with that in mind, we of course are going to be going through Generation 1, Generation 2, and Generation 3. So, um, with that being said, um, it is probably time for us to start with Gen 1. Now, Alex, I have to ask you, because you are the person who who really focuses in on on, on the team that they have and stuff, um, who is the first champion from Gen 1? Uh, Blue slash Gary slash Cunt is a black and white male who is your rival. Eventually he did finally become colourful. But as a champion that we're focusing on, he is a black and white guy. I mean, your grandpa having dementia that bad that he can't remember your name, this probably does some damage to you when you're like 10. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Does anyone ever remember the fact you are like 10 years old in the first game? And there's just this child going around beating the hell out of grown adults. Could you ever show your face in public again? You would You would be locked up. You would be put in and into juvie, wouldn't you? <laughs> Pokemon, this the gateway drive to juvie. Me. This kind of confuses me, though, because, like, just skipping over to Gen 3 quickly... Yeah. Um, when you go to face Grand Honor Kyogre, there's three adults 
and they send the child down there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> the child is apparently disposable. They, they That's send it. The, the child, child disposable. <laughs> we cut Alex off. Oh yeah, Alex. Alright, let's go back to the um, topic. Yes. So with um So with the uh blue obviously is the uh is the champion. Um where he ranks I mean are we doing this out of five again? Obviously we are I think we aren't we so um, I believe so. I'll get some paper. That, okay, we've we got her list ready already. So, yes. Alex, obviously, Blue is the champion, but it's also your rival. So his team can vary depending on what you pick as your starter, doesn't he? Doesn't it? So, let's see. I think it's just... I think it's just the one Pokemon. Okay, yeah, so it's literally just the starter. So, okay, so his team revolves around one of the starter Pokemon from Gen 1, aka Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise. But his main arsenal is Pidgeot, Alakazam, Rhyhorn, Arcanine, Gyarados, and the starter. Hmm. Um, it does seem that Arcanine does not appear, appear um, in the one with the spinny where he picks where he picks the fire type uh, because obviously he doesn't have two of the same type in his party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that Gyarados X Executor and Arcanine are the three that get switched around depending on the starter. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite. It is. When you look at all, when you look at the teams, my god, it's balanced. It's surprising how well it is balanced, given this is the first generation. Like when special was one stat. <laughs> You're not. You are not wrong. I mean, the, the mean. I mean, the three that never change are, as I said, Pidgeot, Alakazam, and Rhydon. Those three are strong Pokemon, regardless. The Pidgeot is best boy for me. He is, a, he is my best boy on Gen 1 games. Never lets me down when he's in combat. Never. I, in, I le- in later games, he uh, I gave him Brave Bird because he's a good boy and he's a very brave bird. I can confirm that Alakazam is an absolutely top tier Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I will be devastated if it doesn't appear in Scarlet and Violet because it's just such a fantastic addition to any team. It is fine if it doesn't appear immediately, as long as you can trade him from another game to Scarlet and Violet, that's fine. I need my psychic boy. Because you can only get Alakazam through trade anyway. This you is the point. You have, so, Blue's had to trust someone in the first place to give his um, Kadabra to, and he'll get it back. Or have you just stolen someone's Kadabra? Uh, the guy's in a bit of a shitling. I wouldn't put it past him. Mm-hmm. In that case, then maybe he used uh, extra shit points on that side of things. It was probably that's how, probably how he dealt with the death of his Raticate. Probably won't go down that fairy hole. It's like my Pokemon died. I'm gonna steal yours. Oh God! 
I can't have Eradicate, you can't have yours! <laughs> but that's not Eradicate, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so. Um, bearing in mind, I'm not sure what the team he has on Pokemon Yellow. Um, we haven't. Have you got Edward the Hand, Alex? What he has if on Pokemon Yellow? No, no, I haven't got it to Hand Yellow. That's, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I'll quickly I, look it up. I think that it would probably be um, balanced, regardless. Um, it would probably be Eevee at the end, wouldn't it? I suppose. Hang on, I have his team right here for Yellow. What you got, Gary? Okay. He does have an evidation for his final. And obviously it's Vaporeon, Jolteon, or Flareon, depending on your starter, I believe. But the other five of his Pokemon are Sandslash, Alakazam, Executor, Magneton, and Ninetales. Ninetales is swapped for Cloyster sometimes. Hang on. Let me just read this one very quickly. It's okay. I think um, Ninetales Ah, Cloyster and Magneton are the three that move around depending on his final evolution I see, I see Bearing in mind you obviously start with Pikachu obviously in Pokemon Yellow Also his executor has four moves in Yellow Thanks, it's only got three in the original which seems kind of odd Yes, in Yellow it's got Barrage, Hypnosis, Stomp and Leech Seed yeah, Leechy is not. It's new move. Yeah, Leechy is it's a new move for Yellow. Yeah. I mean, Executor. I I like that Pokemon. It's quite it's quite is one that was given a uh, a Gen Eight makeover, wasn't it? And uh, it was it was still fun though. I I enjoyed it. I will say though, I don't understand the setup for if he has Flareon, because it has Flamethrower, Quick Attack, Smog, and Fire Spin. Yeah. Whereas Vaporeon has Hydro Pump, Aurora Beam, Quick Attack, and Mist. Jolteon has Thunder, Thunderbolt, Quick Attack, and Pin Missile. Flareon just seems oddly underwhelming. Hmm. I mean, Fire Spin was a bitch of a move back in the day. Yeah. So, Alex, can you remember Pokemon Stadium Fire Spin? The move you used if you really wanted to upset whoever you were playing with. My question is. In the older games, because obviously I didn't play any of these ones, because, well, you weren't bored there before my time. Um, did Fire Spin used to lock you into, so you couldn't switch back then? Or is that a newer thing? It, you just basically couldn't move. Mm. You couldn't right. do anything. Because so, in, it's even worse, because in the newer game, you can't switch out when you're in Fire Spin, I believe. Yeah, Fire Spin would put you in a fiery vortex, yeah. Yeah, it's always been a dick move, mm. especially on Stadium. Yeah, not to forget, of course, Pokemon Stadium and Pokemon Stadium 2 are coming to the uh, Switch emulator uh, in the new year as well. So, get your Switches ready. Absolutely, and it's online compatible as well, even better. <laughs> Is it be buggered? Indeed. <laughs> you sounded so, so Cornish then. <laughs> I've lived in Cornwall for most of my life, Matthew. <laughs> right, so we all just We've established that Blue's a dick. We've established that he's 
possibly a thief, and possibly even a murderer um, at this point. So, in terms of, in, so we're ranking him it as what kind of champion he is, or how much of a challenge he is as champion. He is, to my recollection, the only champion I've ever lost against. Mm. And that was actually replaying Pokemon Yellow when it came out on the 3DS. I just opened my 3DS and I'd somehow beaten the League and the champion. I was like, oh cool, I'll do it again, you know, for the nostalgia factor. I had my ass handed to me and I'm not entirely sure what happened. Mm. But hey. Because you've got to keep yourself humble. If memories are correct with Gen 1 as well, I mean, I know it's the case with Pokemon games following it, but we didn't ha- expect this obviously the first time around. Um, once you beat Elite Four, you had to face the champion straight away. No Pokemon Central, obviously, to heal up beforehand, and it goes straight into it, which is a dick move because <laughs> you make half the Pokemon are probably knackered. So you use- oh, yeah, yeah. auto walk. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you couldn't even, like, in later games, you could stop, use your, use, your, use your revives, use your potions. No such luck on, uh, on Pokemon, on Pokemon Yellow. No. So, yeah, we, uh, that was a dick move. And then, when you lost, because you would lose the first time round, as Kerry's just mentioned, is how you get your ass handed to you. You have to do the whole lot again. All Elite Four again, as well. I mean, that's pretty standard, I think, and I can understand that. But when you're young, (laughs) when you're young, is there anything more frustrating than being kicked right back to the beginning with half your money and all none of the items that you used? All the items you used have gone as well. Bear in mind, it was pretty hard to make money in the old games. Mm. Because there was none of this like VS Seeker and rematching trainers and anything like that. The, basically, I feel like there was a set amount of money in the old games. Yeah. Well, the first gen, because in second gen, you could take trainers' phone numbers and call them for a rematch occasionally. Yes, but which was something. To my logic, there was only a set amount of money in gen 1. There was only so much money you could make. Yeah. Yeah, so, ben, because, so basically, if you didn't say before you went into Elite 4 the first time, you were screwed. Mm-hmm. Like, there's probably someone in the background going, oh, but what a great game corner. You could get prizes and sell them. Yes, but where do you get the coins from? You have to buy them. You have to buy coins or you'd be scabby and use the ones you're given. If you're very lucky, you will end up with an unlimited number of coins because you're just very good at gambling. You should probably seek help. Indeed. <laughs> I, love, I love when Kerry goes all of her rants. <laughs> I'm old and loving Cornwall. Leave me alone. Right, so, um, so we we are, are so are we judging him based on his champion ability or he or who he is as a person and a rival? Because rival we've done in as rival, he was a decent rival. But as a champion, where does he rank for you, Alex? Hmm. I mean, given that he loses to his murderer. Loses to a murderer of one of his Pokemon. You kind of got to give him some credit, because Red is a dick. 
and he's having a level 81 Pikachu makes him the hardest trainer in all all the games, which is a lie. He's definitely not the hardest. Uh, so I'm going off his of his Charizard team: Pidgeot, Alakazam, Rhyhorn, Gyarados, Executor, and Charizard. I'm gonna give him a 3.5 out of five because okay. obviously what I've got to go on here is the fact that stats were much more limited when this was a thing it was divided into there was literally just free stats wasn't there back when this game was out or i believe attack defense speed and special yeah because now you got hp attack defense special attack special defense and speed hp is its own stat that can be increased yeah Side of leveling. It, I, I, I certainly think that um, Alex may be on the right sort of. I mean, all the teams are fairly well balanced. Um, for me, I think that his. I think that when he's got his Blastoise team, that's the strongest team for me. That's my personal opinion. Um, yeah. Because Charizard, amazing as he is, uh, Charizard is the only beefy boy there um, on that team, um, as it were. Blastoise um, and Arcanine together share some of the, share some of the load, so it's, it's got more power spread across the team for me. So uh, I would also go 3.5. 3. Um, um, but yeah, basically, if, Squirt, if, if you've chosen Squirtle, uh, you're going to have the easier time for me against um, against Blue. That's, That's a my, good personal point. my personal opinion. Well, given Blastoise can learn Blizzard, that's pretty good against Venusaur. Yeah. And Pidgeot. And Rhydon. <laughs> so, you know. Before I give my ranking, how may we just take a moment to appreciate how cursed some of the Gen 1 sprites are? Oh my goodness, yes. We're looking at some of the sprites right now. <laughs> Executor is like actual one? nightmare fuel. I'm probably going to jump on the bandwagon. Again, I tended to always pick Charmander as my starter. Because... Ah! Yes. Charmander needed the most work, but I feel like of the three, you got the best result. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, not so much when you faced up to that last choice with his Hydro Pump, because that is brutal. The thing is, Blue is such a dick that, as a character, I like him. There's just something almost charming about his dickishness. Well, we mentioned this when we were talking about Arrivals, about how Hop um, and the other Arrivals in Sword and Shield had personalities and everything like that. And it was the first time since Gen 1 it felt like they actually had personalities. Blue had a personality, and that is, I'm going to be a complete and utter dick, and I don't care what you say about it. Smell you later, Gramps. I love that, smell you later. <laughs> so naive. So naive. If 90 Simpsons vibes to me. Yeah. I don't understand why Arcanine has Ember and Leer. For a first gen, but you know, I'm also gonna go three out of five. Three point five out of five. I can do numbers. 
let's not forget Arcanine is the evolved form of Growlithe, which I love. Um, but Arcanine, it, but Ember is a, is a move which Charmander learned at level 10, I believe. Do you want to know something mildly amusing? Blue got the same ranking for being a champion as he did for being a rival. So we're off to a good start. Well, that's... I don't, I'm, not even, I'm not even looking at the scores there, so that's... Com- that's not bad, but he is the he is the only rival who become the champion, I believe. I do believe that's correct, unless in any of the sequel games. Alex, you've played more of them than I have. Does it happen in any other games? I've actually played a sequel game with um, Blue in it. The only one I've ever played where he was featured is Sun and Moon. But but he's not got a full team of six as he's a part of the um, battle tree, aka the battle yeah. mansion. So that's only three to four Pokemon, depending on the format. So there's no other games where you're right. That cool. is pretty sweet. That is pretty sick. There's no other games where your rival becomes a champion then. Technically not. Technically, how could do that in thing? But obviously, whenever you lose in a Pokemon game, we all black out. The world blacks out and has amnesia and forgets that you ever lost because yeah. you can't lose in Pokemon. But as far as I'm aware, no one else becomes champion. I don't think we really considered how much of a rival. Everyone just kind of. Same. I've always given that place to Gladium, but I mean, every rival you face, you face them just before the Elite Four, and they're like, oh, I need to train, and we never see them again. Yeah. It's like, oh, bye then. And he went into that cave and was never seen again. Rumours has it he was eaten by a Gyarados while fishing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, selfish request. Can I introduce the next champion? Just because this is the one closest to my heart. Absolutely. No, I... So just as a thing, I have also put arguably his best team in there because in Ultra Sun and not Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, that's just because I was talking about it. In um, Soul Silver and Heart Gold, when you face him the second time, he's got an updated team which is so much better than his old team. Yeah, it's it's night and day. But if everyone's cool, I'd like to talk about the Gold and Silver champion, Lance. Go for with it. Lance, the first solo type champion. Yes. Which, given at the time how little there was to counter his type of dragon, he was quite scary. You know, until you got a pillow swine or something like that. To just kind of ice beam everything in its path. But when you're young, you don't really necessarily get the intricacies of, I should have a team that matches up to every tra- like trainer I face. The man has three Dragonites, I will say that off the bat. Dragonite, it's a Pokemon I like, but it, maybe it's personally because I've never had a uh, quote-unquote good Dragonite. I've always found them to be a bit lacklustre. And for a champion, his highest Pokemon is level 50. Now, I know there's the whole thing where at the end of the game you fight red and there's technically 16 gyms in this game, which yes, is fair. But for the first champion, 
His Pokemon range from level 44 to 50, which just feels incredibly low when you consider the levels of champions in other games. Yeah. So he's a full team. Oops, after you. No, no, I was going to say he's a full team is uh, interesting, Kerry. You you had to say it, sorry. He's got a Gyarados, an Aerodactyl, a Charizard, and three Dragonites. Ironically, most of his team isn't actually Dragon typing. I think they just like, Dragon Champion is cool. And then they realised they didn't actually have enough Dragon Pokemon at the time, so they just took everything that looked remotely like a Dragon and threw it in a team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course, he obviously is the Champion in Gen 2, of course, which is Johto, which uh, we've all got we've all got a lot love for Johto and that region. Um, but it's not the first time we as players met him. It is not. Because I mostly really he's the last per the, the last member of Elite Four in Pokemon Red, Blue and Yellow. He is. Back then. I believe two of his Dragonites hadn't yet evolved into Dragonites. Indeed. They were Dragonairs. They were Dragonairs, indeed. And that's a nice bit of continuity there, actually. I like that. I do like that. Oops. Come back. Okay. So, the thing is, once you understand how to take dragons down, at the time there were only two counters, Ice and other dragons, mm. both of which were pretty hard to come by. Mm-hmm. So his team was terrifying if you were unprepared. I always chose Cyndaquil as my starter. And I remember the first time back, this was way back when the internet made the dial-up sound and these guides didn't really exist. So I sent out my badly damaged Typhlosion because like a genius, I I forgot to heal, but I did save, so you know. And the first thing to come out was a Gyarados. Bearing in mind my Typhlosion was in red HP, so it was making the alarm sound as soon as I sent it out. Rest in peace, please. You were a good Typhlosion. Aww. <laughs> Most of my Typhlosions have been called Blaze, just for the nostalgia factor. Nice. And honestly, move-wise, it's a good Gyarados. It's got Flail, Rain Dance, Surf, and Hyper Beam. And hang on a moment. Two of the three Dragonites actually have the exact same move set, and they're both level forty-seven. I'm starting to wonder if they just copy and pasted the whole thing over. The Dragonairs are exactly the same on a level as well in Gen One as well. One of them always felt harder to beat, though, and I'm not sure why. Well, because you've already beaten one of them, you think, well, that'll be simple. So maybe you set your guard down a little bit. Maybe just. Yeah. So two of them have Thunder Wave, Twister, Thunder, and Hyper Beam. All of his Pokemon have Hyper Beam, apparently. The Aerodactyl has Wing Attack, Ancient Power, Rock Slide, and Hyper Beam. Charizard has Flamethrower, Wing Attack, Slash, and Hyper Beam. And the last Dragonite, the scary one, has Fire Blast, Safeguard, Outrage, and Hyper Beam. Outrage was a terrifying move back then. Something started outraging against you. Mm. Better be quick. And taking it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that, trying to. 
fun. Just trying to think in terms of the old games where everything was a lot more limited. It was, it was, but and yet they were sometimes they felt more of a challenge, didn't they? Um, yeah. I mean, even with the team aside, um, looking at Lance as a character, I mean, I did a bit of reading for this on Bulbapedia, um, and Lance spends a lot of time at the at the department store buying capes. Yeah, that sounds about right. The first time I saw his in-game sprite in silver, I thought he looked like a vampire and I've never been able to unsee it. Yes. It, 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 it's a look. It's a look. Um, he's known as a, a cool, heroic trainer, has a large fan float following and is often seen buying identical capes at the Celadon department store. Love it. That's a mood. And he also likes watching you catch a red Gyarados. They couldn't have put that a bit less creepily, could they? Well, I actually, yeah, that that's me interpreting the world. Actually, I, I just put still on that a little bit. Um, Alex is a, a man who likes a red Gyarados. Um, what's your thoughts on Lance? His original team mm. is shocking. I will be yes. 100% honest. Obviously, yeah, I, I haven't... I haven't played Gen 1 and Gen 2 completely, so I'm limited to what I can truly say from... I'm truly limited on what I can say about the first two games. But... Every... All, what I've gotten from his team, and even Blue's team with Charizard, is... They're really not built around dealing with electric types. Because if you went with. If Blue had Charizard, he has three Pokemon that is weak to electric. The S Dragon resists electric and Aerodactyl resists electric. But they only resist it to a certain extent when it's still super effective. Yeah. And the fact that in competitive Lance's team is technically illegal because you can't have duplicates so his team technically couldn't even make it into competitive and also fun and also fun but stupid fact in the anime they for some reason the writer's choice which is the wrong choice by the way they made Lance lose to Diantha Mm, in the world championship typing wise it makes sense and I'm going to say something very controversial now. I kind of like Diantha as a champion. Her team is abysmal, but I love her room and I love her theme. It's not a champion theme, but the whole thing just ties together aesthetically really well. Yeah. But Alex, do you want to introduce his better team? Since you also took the liberty of giving that to us as well. Which um, game is this from, this team? Heart Gold and Soul Silver, I believe. Mm. So once again, it's a game I've never played because I, I I started it, but then the game file crashed on my emulator. And I was like, I'm not starting over again. For reference, I had a Quillava. I had a oh, what else did I have? I had a Quillava. I had a Clefairy, I think, and a um, something else. 
but Quilava was a champ. I miss that Cyndaquil already. But going off of the... It's not exactly better because it's still basically all dragon, but it's a lot. It's a lot more. Has a lot more variety in it. He has a Salamance. Fair enough. Also, all of these Pokemon are in the 70s, apart from two of them. The other two are 68. He has a level level 72 Salamance, a level 72 Garchomp, a level 75 Dragonite. Level 65 Charizard, level 73 Altaria, and a level 68 Gyarados. For Dragon Team, that's balanced. It's fun. It's a much better team than second time around. As much as I let nostalgia wind suffers. me over Lance, then yeah, still it's better. Oh, sorry. I mean, he still suffers horribly from, like, someone using electric types on him, or ice type, but it it definitely has a much bigger variety, because, like, you got Salamance in Garchomp, which are good special attackers and physical attackers, so they definitely make up for losing two Dragonites. Yeah. Altaria replaces Aerodactyl. It's the thing, you see, um... I think um, your ice types could take care of Salamence, Garchomp, Dragonite, Charizard, e- but relatively easy. Um, and an electric, an electric type would take care of Altaria and Gyarados quite quite easily because they're mainly water type, aren't they? So I think that if you've got a good electric type in there to back up your ice, you should be fine. But of course, you have also got to bear in mind the um, got to bear in mind as well that they are very much at the end of having for everything else. So having them available isn't necessarily a guarantee. So, are we going to take both teams into consideration for ranking him? Or are we just going on the original? Hmm. I don't know, because I, I feel like going off of the stronger team might justify him better. No way, but what do you do you think? I think honestly we should take both into consideration. I do because his horrendously low level free Dragonite team, it's iconic. It's the one a lot of people remember. But his team with Altaria, one of the best Pokemon, fight me on this. It's just it's not necessarily better. But it is, at the same time. It's less likely to die quickly. And Garchomp's a menace, and we all know it. Favourite dragon. Next to Hydreigon. In mind Salamence. And Flygon. I like Flygon. It looks like a grasshopper. So, gentlemen. Your marks out of five, please. If, if I'm going to be brutally honest, I'm going 2.5. I mean, fr- from an older game perspective, his teams are terrifying. But because they're all basically dragon, 
his first team especially suff- not only suffers massively from electric and ice type but all you need is a dragon yourself especially in heart gold and soul silver where they had access to gen 4 pokemon as well it just it's a great it's a great team it's a scary team and it's hard hitting but it also just they all share a massive weakness Hardest points That's of the cape, though. Is that where the point five comes in? Uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going two point five for him. He's cool, but it's it's flawed, really flawed. Okie dokie, Matt. Right. Well, I am going to say, um, I'm going to give a free, him a three point five, and he was the white. Um. One, his team is intriguing, for sure. Um, it is for the fact of you also have you also face him in tag battles in the Heart Gold and Soul Silver as well. Um, so, Alex said you had better, you had better teams and so so forth. So they are fundamentally different. One thing we didn't mention, of course, is because he obviously was a Gen 1 character as well, he did have another team as well. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. Did he know? The team for that is Dragonite, Charizard, Gyarados, Aerodactyl, and Seedra. Kingdra wasn't in Gen 1. No. Oh, wasn't he? Nope. No, Kingdra was a Gen 2. Yeah. He, um, Kingdra first appeared in prominence as the 8th gym leader who was also dragon type in Gen 2. Mm. I'd like to point out there was a dragon type gym leader as the last one and a dragon type champion. Three saying something in the older games. Yeah, for sure. Because um, of course, in the law, he's he's become the champion because Red has. Um, how can I put this subtly? Fucked off to sit on a mountain, wait for you. <laughs> Pokemon games are just casually creepy. I'm going to sit on a mountain and wait for a child. And also, and also later on in the law, when you get to Gen Four. Um, someone mentions that they fought Lance who had become a Pokemon champion in Indigo Plateau again because Red fucked off again. They just keep tabs on that man. He's always wandering off to mountain well, sites. Got, yeah, put a bell on him or something. I'm begging you. <laughs> just put him on terrible. top rings. He must honestly be fucking terrible when it comes to phoning up for a pizza. They just look at me like, hi, what can I get you today? And there's just fucking radio silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I mean, if he uses the app, what does he put as his location? Probably just fucking full stops, because that's all his <laughs> sentences say. <laughs> just epilepsis entirely. He pays for it. Says, either that, or it says, the tallest mountain that is, the winner will keep the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you ever get those times where you'd fight a man for a takeaway pizza? Yes. Yes. There are times where I would mother of my own mother 
for for a bottle of whiskey and a and a, and a stack of French porn. French porn. It's a wow, black kind of joke, Alex. It's a black kind of joke. That's kind of Ha wee wee. I can't do the wiki. Yeah, like plenty of wee wee's in French porn. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. So that's the, that's the first the first battle you have against them, and then the second one, um, you have against uh, Lance. Um, it's Cedra Aerodactyl. Um, lost the place. Uh, Cedra Aerodactyl, um, Dragonite, Charizard, Gyarados. So yeah, all rap. So he actually throws Executor actually in his mix. He's not a dragon type. Huh. He's not gonna fucking miss out by not having a dragon type, Willis. So that confused me as to why he's got a non-dragon type in there. I think it's because at the time there was obviously only a very, very limited number of dragon Pokemon. No, it's because Executor is listed, and I'm going to show you this on the screen. Ah. Executor is a dragon type. <laughs> it looks so ridiculous. I love it. That's the Alola one. Did you know that thing is 35 feet tall? Oh, that's scary. Nearly tall as Moira. Do you ever like, think about that? I don't know if it's just me. My brain struggles to comprehend how tall 30 foot actually is. How tall's the warehouse? 35 foot. Oh, the warehouse. The warehouse in the yard is um, the the first building, sixteen foot tall. Yeah. So the other one's wild. about thirty foot tall. So Executor's about three or four foot taller than the big building. Well, well the new warehouse. Yeah, the Alolan Executor, anyway. To Fuck put, me, that's scary. To put it in the context for people at home, um, Alex is close to six foot tall. So, and Kerry as well, as well. Um, so that would be five Kerry's tall. Five Alex's. There's like half an inch between us. Yeah. So five, so f- five Kerry's or five Alex's tall. Um, for context. Oh God, five Kerry's wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, three point five for me because they do improve the team on on. Let's go Eevee and Pikachu. There's only one dragon on the team then as well, which makes it much more even. Uh, okay. I'm probably going to get a kick in for this, but I've given them a four out of five. With and let me get into the reasons as to why. I oh. will be, I will happily admit his gold, silver and crystal team is shite, to put it quite bluntly. It's low leveled, it's repetitive and you can sweep it. But he does get points and I suppose Claire, the dragon type gym leader, does too. For using the type that whilst it existed, you could you probably have more fingers than there were dragon type Pokemon back then. So there were going to be doubles and there were going to be well, this Pokemon looks vaguely like a dragon, so we'll include it. And back in the day, dragon types were the strong type. They were the type that you used if you didn't want people to fuck with you. 
because they only had two weaknesses, as I said earlier in this episode. Back then, they had other dragons and ice. How many Gen 1 and 2 ice-type Pokemon can you name off the top of your head? There's Jinx, Seal, Dugong, Articuno, and I believe that's all for Gen 1. Steasel's Gen 2. Swinub, Pillow's fine. Turned in, I mean, Blastoise could learn ice moves, but it's not an ice type. type. No, no. Uh, Lapras could learn ice moves as well. It's about being ice type, so yeah, that's it. That was basically it for Gemon. If I've missed any, feel free to correct me. Indeed, the dragons... indeed, at us directly at Dan Griffin 21. <laughs> the dragons, there was Dratini, Dragonair, Dragonite. Pretty sure that was it for Gen 1. Wait, so the order? Yeah. Yeah. Gen 2? What did they add? They only added. Um, Altaria was Gen 3. Yeah. Did they actually add another dragon? In Gen I don't believe they did. Because Gen 2 had Tyranitar as its pseudo, but I don't think Gen 2 had. Dragonite can't be the only dragon for two generations. Well, Charizard yeah. was a dragon, wasn't he? But yeah, what yeah. he started as one? Mm, let's he see. He was a lizard. He wasn't dragon. strictly a dragon. But... Okay. We had Stratini, Dragonair, and Dragonite. Um, yeah. Apparently, that was it for Gen 1 and 2. Which is amazing, given that Gyarados and Charizard were dragons. That, that is absolutely wild. That's, that is bizarre. I love it. I that's, so, that's why they started stockpiling dragons in later. Yeah. yeah. But that's also what made him so threatening in the old games. And I feel like it's easy to overlook that fact because with all the newer generations, obviously you've got dragon Pokemon, ice Pokemon, like the Wazoo, and now there's fairy Pokemon as well. Which are also super effective against dragons. So dragons, at this point. dragons have basically lost all their prowess at this point. But back in the day, they were the kingpins because there were so few of them and they were tanky. If you had the patience to raise a Dratini up to a Dragonite, then not a lot was going to stand in your way. Because XP gain was very slow back then. It was. You I'm had actually, the XP share. Sorry, have you? I was, I was actually, I'm actually quite surprised they had two Dragonair. They didn't have a Dratini and a Dragonair and a Dragonite to spread out a little bit more. I think thematically that would have made sense, but obviously Dragonair is bulkier than Dratini. And if he's supposed to be an elite four member slash champion, they want you to struggle to beat him. True, true. See? And yeah, it can make things different than you say. <laughs> now that I've given my impassioned speech about Gen 1 and 2 Pokemon. <laughs> I've I try not to include my nostalgic love for this game. Because Pokemon Gold and Silver has a bit of a sentimental backstory for me. Yes. So I try to forget that and try to rank things objectively. But because it was the first Pokemon game I owned, and I was quite young. And I've replayed it many times since, quite a lot of times on emulator, sue me. 
I think I like someone like Alex who hasn't played gold and silver over and over again we're gonna have different viewpoints because I'm also old and therefore I've been around Pokemon <clears throat> a little longer you're not old <laughs> trust me yeah, let's... you are not old this episode comes out a few days before my next birthday I feel old <laughs> all good you're 25 wonderful um, so you are you're giving you're giving Lance four out of five. Yeah. Um, his team isn't great, but by Gen two standards, it's it is phenomenal. That is fair enough. And I think you've got to hold it to the standards as, of the generation it's in as well. Yeah. That is my speech. I am done. It's fair. It's absolutely fair. Alex, would you mind introducing the third uh, champion, please? Sir? I was going to ask to introduce him anyway, as he is... This is the first gate. Gen 3 is the first one I played, so... I do have a soft spot for Steely Steven. Go on. Go okay. ahead, sir. Okay, so... we got my boy Sturdy Steven over here. He is the um, Elite Four champion temporarily in um, red. In red, not red. What was it? Ru Ruby, Sapphire, and Omega Ruby and Omega Sapphire. And because I feel like obviously we're taking their strongest teams into account, we should move on to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, where Omega Evolution was also relevant at this point. So, he has two teams, pre-champion, and then when you go for your second run over, and they all jump like 20 levels. So, originally when you fight him, he has a Sky Mori with Toxic, Aerial Ace, Ste uh, Spikes, which is a ground-type move, and Steel Wing. He has a Clay Doll, which I always struggled with, with Levitate, to top things off. That has Reflect, Light Screen, Extrasensory, and um, Earth Power. He has Aggron, which is one of my favourite Pokemon of all times. Which has Stone Edge, Earthquake, Iron Tail, and Dragon Core to deal with the dragons that you might have. He has... Can I be honest? I know this might be an unpopular opinion. But these are probably my least favourite fossil Pokemon. He has Cradilly and Elmardo, both fossil Pokemon. And they have access to Giga Drain, Ancient Power, Sludge Bomb, and Confuse Ray, which Confuse Ray is a bitch, no matter what level your team is. Confusion in general is a bitch, I think we can all agree with that. Yeah. Elmardo uh, has X Scissor. Uh, Rock Blast, which is a low level move, I believe. Metal Claw and Crush Claw. Sorry. Oh, I was just agreeing Sorry, with what you said about um, Rock Blast. And then lastly, a Mega Metagross, which is basically a ballistic missile in speed. I don't know what he feeds that thing, but it goes fast. It's basically like, you know that um, in Naruto, 
where he gets the um, pole shoved up his ass on the track and he like laps everyone. That is a very specific reference, but I have seen this clip. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. He has um, bullet punch, which always goes first unless you have a priority move and you're faster. Zen headbutt, meteor mash, and giga impact. If you, when you face him at level, um, when you face him at level the second time round, um, Cradilly is replaced by Carbink, which is a rock and fairy type. And it can't have its stats lower because of its clear body ability. And Armado is replaced with Aerodactyl, that has Rock Slide, Ice Fang, Thunder Fang, and Fire Fang. That's it, basically. He's quite. He actually got quite an interesting. Um... An interesting um, bio, actually. I mean, Bob P has been working overtime for him for me a little bit um, because I didn't. Um, he's not. He was, as we know, he was. I didn't play a lot of um, Gen Three, so I have had to do a little bit of extra reading on him. But um, he's actually quite a generous champion, actually. He's. Um, he actually appears in Heart Gold and Soul Silver as well. <laughs> he introduces himself as the uh, as the Hone champion, obviously, because he is the Hoen. Is it Hoen or Hoen region? Hoen, I think, yeah, Hoen. I've always pronounced it Hoen. Hoen, yeah. Yeah, so you can meet him in the fan club in Vermilion City after after um for, after collecting the lost item for Copycat. Um when he and he'll also meet you a second time after you after you beat red at Mount Silver, you get a choice to pick a colored stone. At which point he gives you one of the Hoenn starter Pokemon. Intriguing. Who's everyone's pick for Hoenn starters, by the way? For Hoenn starters. Oh, mud mm. kick. I it's think a nice it's cute. <laughs> um, I've got to admit, I was always a fan of Torchic. Alex, love the treatment these days. Get on, we got one of each. We're all doing well. We are doing well. Let's not forget though, does the first Pokemon you see in um, Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald, of course, is actually it's either a Poochihina. Puji Hyena, or um, or if you're playing Emerald, a Zigzagoon. Zigzagoon, by the way, which is the least threatening-looking Pokemon in the world. It's a. It's, I've always looked at it as like a raccoon. Exactly. I look at it and I go, oh, raccoons are adorable. Trash Panda is wonderful. It is a Trash Panda. Or HM Slave back in the older games. <laughs> yeah. I love Six Zagoon and Lainoon. Yeah, he, he also gives you a bell drummer at the end of the game, doesn't he? I mean, would you say no to a free bell drum? Well, no. 
no, metaverse cool. is just god tier, especially when it comes to Mega. Yeah. Which is kind of why it's bullshit. And we're also referring to this anime where Lance lost to Diantha, Steven loses to Ash. Metagross loses. Mega Metagross loses to Pikachu. Of course he did. Oh dear, Alex has been triggered. Yeah, just as an aside, I put the clip in the chat to reference what Alex is talking I, about. I will. I will see what this is up for sure. Um, you. It's um... got that. Sorry. No, that's it gone. Just gonna say it's got that Eiffel 65 um, song over the top. So just ignore that part. It's just the animation. Okay, cool. Um, Stephen, of of the you, um, he also in this is doing heart gold by the way in Soul Silver. We're not even I'm not even got to the main part of him actually being in his main game. He actually, uh, if you go to the Silco company and you give him a forest dress, a forest dress, um, he'll give you a beldum. So fortress. Fortress. I will continue to pronounce it fortress. Because it's a literal fortress. I think that is the idea. <laughs> yeah, he's Pokemon um, names are whack. Pokemon names up that is true. I'm looking I'm looking at that. Yes, I've seen the Naruto run, yes, that is very funny. He has lapped everyone on my screen, yes. Thank you for your bland commentary, Willis. That will be fair. I be fair, I can't play the audio because otherwise I have to copyright like for it. Um, well, I mean, if anyone got a pole shoved up their arse, I think they'd run pretty fast. <laughs> it is also very tricky. You're running a relay race and someone goes, hee hee, and pokes you in the butt cheeks. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be poked by a metal rod up my bumhole. For context, he really needed to poo as well. <laughs> that was what made that mini episode so funny. Because <laughs> I think he shits himself at the end. So, really, like, so you obviously. Is the Pokemon team different for him in Omega? And Soul. I'm not. Yeah, Mega Ruby and. And Alpha Sapphire. Alpha Sapphire, sorry. Is it different? Is it different, Alex? I think it's only the. Um, I think it's only the secondary team when you go around there for a secondary time because he gets Carbink and Aerodactyl. And it's kind of. It's definitely. I think it's a bit of a surprise gaining a fairy type on his team, even if it is just a carving. You make a good point, actually. Given how the typing it does have Moonblast, which is formidable. Moonblast always makes me think of Moonbeam as in the D&D move because of how massively OP that move is. I just imagine, like, I imagine it's something Moonbeam moon, like that, like, bang! sort of thing, it's just, it's just effective. I mean, I've made a D&D spell that is basically Moonblast. I have it on Varian. 
Because, you know, Pokemon moves actually make surprising the good D&D spells as well. Mm-hmm. More reckon I had to make Dazzling Gleam into a spell next. Okay. So, people who, um, so Carbink may look, um, well, you know, because when they got their own little thing by Levitate, Sturdy, and Battle Armor, Clear Body, Suction Cups is kind of creepy for Cradley, but you know, it is what it is. Unpopular opinion, I like Cradley and Armaldo, they're <laughs> two of my favourite fossil Pokemon. Oh, absolutely. Just some, some, sometimes they have, and let's not get started on the Pokemon, uh, Pokedex entries on these ones from these characters, because they are. Pokemon, but all I'm saying is that Pokemon Company, go outside and smell some fresh air every now and again, you know? Quick question, can you hear the rain on our side? Because it has just become torrential. I cannot, no, but bear in mind, we are, we are recording this during, um, during a bit of a storm in the UK, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, up here, the wind is howling, um, down there, the rain is falling. <laughs> um, so hopefully, it's windy down here, too. Yeah, so hope, well, hopefully, Zoom is keeping it all nice and crisp for us. Um, based on the team, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Based on the teams we have to work with here, and based on the fact of the fact that Metagross is the cornerstone of his team, and that's not a bad thing. That is an absolutely amazing. Um, and this thing that he is a steel psychic type, which is a good combo. And he's holding a held item as well. Does anyone else remember the fear that was sitting on your screen in first generation Ruby and Sapphire? Metagross, use Meteor Mash. Oh. The fear that come with those few words. My my Tiana did not survive that Meteor Mash. Very few of my Pokemon survived Meteor Mash. It's a fantastic name for a move as well. Yeah. It is. I mean, Metagross kind of looks pretty otherworldly. I think that's the point behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Me- Metagross, the move does what it says in the tin. And he won't let you down. And when you face him a second time, he's level 79. Which is the highest leveled uh, champion Pokemon we have seen up to this point, if my memory said me correctly. Because as the game as the game went on, it should have got harder. Because by that point, the players are well used to knowing what they're playing. You need something to keep you on your toes. With that being said, I'm throwing my score out now. Four out of five. Okay. Four out of five. We are starting off strong. Alex, what have you to say? Okay, so I'm definitely looking at the secondary team that has Carbink and Aerodactyl in it. He has a lot of he has a lot of good in this team because he has two sturdy users. He has some he has a Pokemon with Levitate. He also has a flying type as well. The site. So- the Pokemon with Levitate also has Reflect in Light Screen, which nerfs the damage of moves. And Mega Metagross is absolutely terrifying. But 
I'm going to give him a 3.5. He had it's a good team, but the two biggest flaws it has is Carbink is. I wouldn't replace Almardo or Cradilly with Carbink. Like Carbink's fine, but for a fair to add a fairy type to the team, but it's kind of bad compared to other fairies. And also, it has the same flaw as Lance, where it's all basically one type. So with a ground type, this team can suffer quite badly. That's a fair assessment. Or fire type. I would like to shout out to them, though, giving Sturdy to the one Pokemon that is most likely to be one-shotted by Earthquake. Agron. And... And also, four of his Pokemon are weak to water as well. So they are. So Swamp Hat would have a field day here. I think when I fought him, because I always chose Mudkip, Swamp Hat was the MVP on my team for this battle. Because by then you've got Earthquake, you've got Muddy Water, you've got so many good moves. Also, just to add, when I did... When I did play through this game quite recently, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, I was going to take Groundon off my team, but Primal Groundon and Primal Kyogre are just so fucking cool. You cannot not have them on your team, can you? No. And let's be honest, Primal Groundon absolutely annihilates his team. I mean, you have the Primal one on your team just for the animation when you set them out. I, I miss Primal in Megas. I really do. I hope it's something they, they'll consider bringing back one day. A lot of people don't think they will, but a lot of people want it back. The thing is, though, I feel like this strays into the people complain when it's, oh, it's all the same, but then when they add something different, it's like, oh, I don't like this, it's too different. Can I give an unpopular opinion? Yeah. I think Dynamax is one of the best fe features they've ever added. And I'm kind of bummed out it's not coming to Scarlet and Violet. I mean, I have a Gigantamax Snorlax. His name is Big Boy. And he has been the MVP of so many things in my playthrough. Yeah. It's Dynamax fantastic. The problem with Dynamax and in the main story is it's always the final Pokemon they Dynamax. But if yeah. you go into online play, you never know when Dynamax Pokemon are coming, and they really can just turn the battle around. Yeah. They really can, though. But I think it's just everything that comes with Dynamaxing. Because my Snorlax, when he's Dynamax, he has 998 HP. Good. <laughs> it's just so close to a thousand. But yeah, this, isn't, this episode ain't about Big Boy. <laughs> Okay, so any more comments? Uh, no. Other than his striped suit's a bit out of date. <laughs> oh, of course. Okay. I'm going 3.5 for this one. Again, harping back to Pokemon Sapphire, the original one. He was scary to face. But I feel like for a while, maybe it's just 
ever since Blue, it feels like champions tend to use a lot of the same typings. And I can understand they want to go for a theme. But I think that's what made Blue so great in the first one, because there was no theme to his team. It was just a team. Well, we haven't really gone into detail, but if you play Pokemon Emerald, the Steven wasn't the champion for that one. That was Wallace, a water-type champion. Jeez, who, yeah, absolute piece of piss to defeat. Did not feel like a champion. Maybe like a 2 out of 10 because his sprite is fabulous. But as an actual champion, nah. His champion, his champion sprite looks like someone was described what Vivian looked like without specifics. Well, if that's the case, I am insulted. My best boy is fantastic. Like I said, without specifics. <laughs> Poor Matt and Alex often get to see sketches of Virion. You should go and listen to Dungeons and Junkies to find out who Virion is. If you're listening, it's just like, who the hell's that? Fantastic plugging. Fantastic plugging. So, yeah, Wallace is... He's, he is in Pokemon um, Ruby and Sapphire, though. But he is only a gym leader. Yeah, he is the ape gym leader. And his team, with the exception of Whiskas, you can take the whole thing out with a Thunderbolt. Because he has Wailord, he has Milotic, he has Tentacruel, he has Ludicolo, he has Gyarados, and he has Whiskash. I keep wanting to call it Barboach, but that's the first one. Yeah, I and it, it's a big catfish. His team is so cool. His team, they're not particularly high leveled either. Well, Lord's 57, Milotic's 58, Tentacruel's 55, and the other three are 56. I can understand wanting type champions, but when they're so easy that you could kick their ass in your sleep, mm. I feel like that takes away a lot of the fun of it. But back to Steven. <laughs> Steven's team is following a theme, which I think knocks down some of the difficulty. And I say some because you got to address the elephant in the room, the Metagross. Especially in Omega and Alpha. Mega Metagross is terrifying. It's fast and it hits like a freight train. It will outspeed most anything you have. That's the terrifying part. Because if it gets to you first, your chances of survival are a lot lower than they would be otherwise. But I do like- I like it. I think it adds challenge to it. It adds some of the challenge that the thematic team loses. So... I think three, three and a half out of five for fair score. Can Wallace in? Because I, I feel like we should put, um... Like I forget what 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 do they call them when they make like third editions or like black and white two for example. Sequel. Are these sequel games? Mm, not as such. Emerald has it. Emerald follows on from a different con. It's a different continuity because it actually does say I've, I've checked Wallace's um, Bulbapedia entry for this that he gave that he has become the leader and Stephen has gone off to um, wander as a trainer again so at this point Emerald is technically a sequel game yes 
It is, but at the same time, Wallace doesn't feel like a champion to me. It feels no. like more of an inconvenience at the end of the road. Yeah, and... I think... Gone. I think if we're putting Wallace on this, because I, I think we should put, like, sequels in revised versions of the games, I think we should put newer champions on there. So, for Wallace, I'd give Wallace... Honestly, I would give it two. It, he yeah. has some bulky Pokemon, but because because they're all water, basically, they don't survive very long. Props to having mm. a Ludicolo, though, because mm. Ludicolo is absolutely king. I mean, Emerald, he does use four full restores in this combat. In that combat. Surprised. But I will say his team he had in Ruby and Sapphire, I actually think is better. Which he'll use two hyper potions with. He has Love Disc, Celo, Celio, sorry, Sea King, Militic, and and uh, your boy the Catfish. Yeah. So what happened? His champion team goes downhill. Hmm. So he gets what would of, you go for, us? He gets rid of Love Disc. He gets rid of Celio and Sea King. He, the, in the whale. Disc, but he brings in the whale. Else. Granted, the whale's huge. Big boy. <laughs> but, but he actually he, so he brings in Gyarados, Tentacruel, Whale Lord, and um and let's face it, the Mexican um <laughs> Mexican stereotype. It would be fair, yes. Brings and, it all for your loco. He comes in wearing a poncho and a sombrero. I mean, he could not be more Mexican if you tried. Um, to be fair, I had one of them in Sword and Shield, and they are actually really solid as Pokemon. Yeah, they, they legitimately are. They legitimately are. They, they are. they they look like a comedy Pokemon. They really aren't. Like Psyducks, do not underestimate a Psyduck ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because his team goes downhill. From the team he had in in Ruby and Sapphire is so much stronger in my personal opinion. Um, yeah, it needs to. Yeah, it it just goes downhill for me. So I will say one and a half. For Wallace. It's a good segue because that's actually my score as well. I feel like. Wallace's champion team is the epitome of you know that gold star with the shitty writing on it that says you tried Oof. <laughs> I'm not trying to be harsh that's me trying to be nice about it my question is how did he beat Steven uh, he, I don't think he did I think Steven just left Yeah, I think it's basically Steven went off to do rock things and Wallace was apparently the next most qualified person for some bizarro world reason. <laughs> they Rana didn't actually take. Pardon? Rama, Brendan, or May. Champion. I'd rather take Wally. That's that's he's saying something. I mean, maybe not like third gen Wally, I mean like remake Wally, because he has an actual glow up towards the end of the game, and he gets the theme and you fight in like a field of flowers and it's just the most anime thing out there 
and then you never get to hear the cool theme again. Yeah, um, yeah. Stephen just has left of his own accord to wander, and that's and that's why he has taken over as champion. You can actually fight Stephen though in Emerald. Yeah. Yeah, you can find him and challenge him in the upper area of Meteor Falls, ironically. Yeah. Yeah, it's fitting. What is it with champions though? Just getting bored one day and wandering off to a, to a waterfall. It happened with one. It happened with um, uh, Giovanni's kid, didn't it? So, um, speaking of um, speaking of Emerald, can we just give a quick shout out to Zinnia, who's in the post game of um, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire? And before they let you fight the dragon type trainer, they give you a fucking Mega Rayquaza that you lead with automatically because of the game coding. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything she has. Mm. Um, I love her theme. She's such a tragic character as well. She's got so much depth for a character you don't meet until quite late in the game. What makes me laugh, though, is she has all this depth, she has this arc, she has her hero story, and then you catch a quasar and fucking flatten her inside the world instead of her. That's just a shame. all over, isn't it? It is. You have to be the centre of everything. Is what's wrong with letting other characters have the spotlight for five minutes? Absolutely. Don't have main character syndrome. It makes you a dick. Indeed. I'll bring in the main dicks. Indeed. If you if you want to look at it sideways, every player character trainer is a dick. Indeed. Because it's always about me, me, me. It's like I'm going to make it so that your brother loves me more than you. That, that's, that's, that hop you're throwing. Yes. <laughs> Let's take this into perspective. The first, the first protagonist is a murderer because <clears throat> he just has a finger against right gates. Second one, second one, just constantly, no matter what the fucking occasion is, it'll be someone's funeral, probably the Radicate's funeral, someone's wedding, someone's anniversary. He'll be wearing that stupid hat backwards. Or um, you got the girl who doesn't wash her hair, so somehow her um, ponytails stick up like um, just weird U shapes. I believe she's called Latira. I could be wrong. You got no, she's Brendan. called Chris. She's called Chris. Brendan and May with the main character syndrome and mm -hmm. destroying Zinnia's like only chance of ever becoming a legend in history. You got Dawn in. Dawn in hat guy who wear shorts and Lucas. In, short skirts in Lucas, that's it, into the cold, and you don't actually ever get to fight them. Who wears short sleeves and shorts in a splizzard? You're just asking for trouble. And we exactly. can speak about the rest later. So we're running out of time. Yes, this is where we're stopping for today, I believe. Indeed. Um, for one thing I would like to mention quickly before we finish about we you can fight Steve on top of Meteor Falls it's the only battle in the game which cannot be replayed uh, so if you uh, if you lose you can't fight him again that's kind of bullshitty yeah so well that's what he basically he basically he wanders off is what he's saying again so yeah thanks um, for um listening to us uh, ramble rants in places and yeah about the first three champions of Pokemon 
Um, we'll be back in two weeks with our follow-up. And if my maths is correct, Scarlet and Violets come out the, will be coming out the day before the next episode comes out. So we may even give our first impressions. Um, we'll let you know. Um, so we'll be, we'll be giving our impressions both of ourselves and also Crystal Crystal's Games will be joining us at some point to uh, go through um, Gen 9 as well. We're looking forward to this with us. So looking forward to Kerry, yes. When this game's come out and we've all played for it, I do believe we are redoing our ranking every region and we're having Chris on as well. Yes, we're looking It's going to be all four of us this time rather than just Alex and I rambling for hours. Indeed, we're looking, we are looking forward to this. We, this is going to be a big, big, big thing. Um, yeah, the year, the year started slowly for games, but my god, the ending of the blast. What, are we, what have we been doing, guys? We've been doing a lot of D&D, obviously, we always do. We do a lot of D&D. Uh, but in terms of actual video games, what have we been playing? Alex. I've been playing a surprising amount of GTA at the moment and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've been getting back into GTA a bit and I've somehow done two playthroughs of Assassin's Creed Odyssey quite recently. Mm. Anything else I've been playing? I am, just just before it's about to happen, I am going to play um, Legends of Arceus as... Legend, sorry, Legends of Arceus. Yeah. Because I haven't actually played that one yet and... There is um, Pokemon, prehistoric Pokemon from that game in Scarlet and Violet. Yes. So I'm intrigued. So, so I'm definitely going to play it before Scarlet and Violet comes out, just in case there's any references to Legends of Arceus in it. Love how it all links together sometimes, and that's great, yeah. All I know is, thinking of Pokemon, is how much I want to fucking wiggle it. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggler is fantastic. And there we go, you're playing Alex, or, or is that your lot pretty much? You've been focusing on GTA and uh, Assassin's Creed, yeah? Yeah, I think that's it for me. I think those two games have taken up a lot of my time recently. That's, that's more than fair. Oh, and Lego, but that's not a video game. One could argue the tabletop. Um, Kev. I've been playing very, very small amounts of GTA, and it's largely just going into the game so I can run people over and buy the same hoodie in seven different colours. One could argue that's the core of the game. <laughs> yes. And I've also been sort of picking at unpacking. It's actually Matt who told me to try this game, and it's like, this is a very peaceful game for when you just kind of want to sit back and do nothing. You can only play it for so long in one go. Mm-hmm. It is one of those games, I find. But I haven't had much time for gaming over the past few weeks. But next week, I've got two days off work, so I've downloaded the Amnesia Collection as it's on Game Pass at the moment. And I'm determined to finish The Dark Descent. It is rough. I scream like a little bitch when I play games like that. But it's a lot of fun as well. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite a good couple of games there for sure. Unpacking, um, 
actually has a narrative in the background. If you, I don't know if you've been following it, Terry. You've been going mm. along from room to room and room. Yeah. The, the, the story is wonderful, isn't it? It is. I remember also losing my shit when I got to one of the rooms. I was like, oh my god, I'm unpacking D&D stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> wonderful. Um, what am I been playing? Uh, well, given the little gap we had between this Arthur and this one, uh, Halloween came and went on GTA, which means that the um, we had the amazing um, UFO popping up every not every twenty four minutes, uh, which is kind of unsettling when you're flying along in your deluxo and out of nowhere it falls out of the fucking sky. <laughs> You did get some pretty sweet boxes out of it, though. You do. You do. Um, I was also find my Hydra. Same thing happened. And I couldn't bail out because I had no power to activate the ejector seat. So that was fun. <laughs> it was like someone hit you with EMP launch. It was great. Um, I've been, I have already sunk since it launched on Game Pass. I have already sunk 27 hours into Persona 5 Royal. Um, it is amazing. Uh, and it's on Game Pass, guys. I would say go and give it a go. One of the best RPGs I have played in years, for sure. Um, I would also uh, recommend the game that me and Chris reviewed on Crystal's Games a few weeks back, The Lost Hero of Na- Nostalgia, which is Dark Souls for people who don't want to take it too seriously. Uh, it's a Souls game, basically. And it is so meta, it is un- it's unreal. It's unreal. Um, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, dipping in and out of FIFA and F1, but that's what I do because I'm just trying to tie myself over to when Hitman 3 launches year three in January with the new freelancer mode and basically everything has changed. It's great. Um, nice. Very nice indeed. Very nice indeed. And obviously, at different points of Hitman 3, it's free to play as well. Um, on various levels to give you a little taster of what to expect from the game. So there is not a good try now and again. Right. Um, we will all, hopefully, as it is, be back uh, in two weeks' time with part two of this, which is Gens 4 through 6. Uh, Gen 4 should be quite an interesting analysis. Um, we will see you all then. Uh, on behalf of the Game Nuggets, I'm Matt. Sorry, I started choking on oxygen there. <laughs> I'm Alex. And I'm Kerry. <laughs> Guys, we're out of here. Take care and stay safe. This podcast is a Mass Attack production for Visionaries Global Media.